Over the last two decades, I've been on a quest to learn everything I can about leadership, obsessed with what makes the best leaders so good. After running companies small and large for the last 20 years, today I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo, and I'm your host. I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this topic. What makes the best leaders so good? Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related. We have a quick episode today, but a few thoughts after last week. We had Peter Velarde on, and I thought he was tremendous, some great, great value there. And I wanted to follow up on a couple of thoughts, some things that came out of that that uh, I think prompted a lot of conversation, a lot of thoughts from other people. One of the things that Peter was talking about, which I think was absolutely spot on, is the importance of stepping outside of your comfort zone. And uh, Peter has conditioned himself for his whole life to really go in the direction of discomfort, which ultimately has allowed him to achieve all kinds of great life success and also help other people achieve great life success. So if you just take away that common theme and singular theme and say, okay, my my focus needs to be, unlike most people, not going in the path of least resistance, but figuring out how I push myself into that discomfort zone. The great thing about stepping into the discomfort zone is the simple fact that I don't need to succeed in order for that to be a good move, in order for me to have grown By simply stepping outside of my comfort zone, I grow. Whether I fail or succeed, I'm still growing because it's a new experience. It's a new situation I'm adapting to. I'm stretching different types of skill sets and muscles, so to speak, and that's allowing me to grow and prepare for a future experience or endeavor or opportunity that might even be more uh, rewarding or or uh, more of a significant opportunity to advance my career or my life in some direction. So what I was thinking about is just the concept that if we know that and we say that's the one thing I need to get better at is pushing myself out of my comfort zone, um, what needs to happen to do that? And for everybody, it might be different. But what I do know is that everybody has a certain breaking point, something that triggers them to do something totally different. And it might be for certain people in an area of their life, it might be a comment even from somebody that we all know people that have gone down a certain direction or changed a path simply because somebody said something to them that either really aggravated them or got them angry or embarrassed them or somehow motivated them. Maybe it was a positive comment. But that was the trigger that prompted them in a whole new direction that was stepping outside of their comfort zone. There might have been different situations that that person experienced, not even an outward comment. It might be somebody went on a a major uh, transformation physically. They changed their lifestyle around eating habits and working out because of an experience. Maybe they stepped on a scale and didn't like the number. Maybe it was trying on an outfit that didn't fit. Maybe it was being in an embarrassing situation that caused them. It was the final straw that pushed them into a massive level of activity and action that totally transformed their life. So what I think about is, which is always amazing to me, at how people have transformed their life or taken a whole different direction because of one instance or one circumstance. So if you can figure out how 
that actually happens and what those little triggers are for yourself, that ultimately can be the recipe to have this, you know, unbelievable growth. So what I think about though, is there's different things that ultimately, even though we might start off on a path, there's also things that might derail us and throw us off that path. So part of it is getting on a path, which is stepping outside my comfort zone. But the other part of it is avoiding getting derailed and putting up what I call these, these guardrails on my path to reach my goals. And there's different ways that you can do that. So what I think about is uh, there might be people that have been in a... Um, maybe uh, gone on a, on a, try to break a habit or create a new habit. So for example, uh, we all know people that might've wanted to stop drinking for a period of time or permanently. Um, in which case, anytime you have a certain habit in your life and you're now trying to break it, well, there are going to be certain situations that will be very tempting to you. And even though it's really easy to say, Hey, I'm going to stop drinking for 30 days or a year or whatever it is, it's harder to do it if somebody's used to drinking a lot or frequently. There are certain situations that are going to be much more difficult than others. And I have to think in advance, what are those situations that are going to really become very tempting for me? It might be a situation where I'm at a bar and a friend asks, hey, what can I get you? It could be as simple as that. But that might be the one situation where I could be 99% of the time great going down the path to not drinking for this period of time, but it's just one minute, one moment that will throw me off and derail me off of that. And once I've lost it, I've lost it, right? So all I have to do though, not all I have to do, it's not easy, but what I have to do is I have to prepare myself ahead of time for that temptation and plan ahead on how I'm going to address it. So when somebody offers me that drink, what am I going to say? How am I going to react? What specifically is going to come out of my mouth and what actions am I going to take to succeed in that moment? Because I've just got to have the victory of that moment. Because once I do it once, I know I'm going to be able to do it every other time. Another example might be as if my goal is to stick to a healthy diet. Well, I know personally my, my big temptation is pizza. I love pizza. So for me, that would be the toughest thing is being in a room where or a restaurant where pizza is nearby, it's accessible, it's there. It's tempting. All I need to do is grab that slice. I love it. It's my favorite food. And all of a sudden now I'm off my diet. But what I need to do is plan ahead and say, okay, when I'm in that situation and I am being tempted, how am I going to handle it? Well, when it's there, I'm going to remove myself from the room or I'm going to say ahead of time uh, to my friends and my, my, my partners and my goal to, to stay healthy that I am going to not have pizza and you got to help me. If you see me going toward it, you got to stop me. Okay. I need your help. That's okay. Bring people into your circle that are going to help you to stay on path. These are all different ways that you can put guardrails on your goals. And that's what I think about. So I just think about what are all the things that are going to potentially throw me off my path that are going to tempt me to not do the things that are important to me. And how am I going to handle it at that situation? If I want to run every morning, when I wake up, the alarm goes off, I know what's going to go through my mind. I know what I'm going to be saying to myself, all the reasons I'm going to be convincing myself to hit the snooze button and stay in bed. It's cold outside, or maybe it's raining outside. This is not the day I'll do it tonight, whatever. I just need to plan in my head, how am I going to handle that? What are the things that I can do that can increase the likelihood that I'm going to do it and overcome that temptation and win that moment? I've just got to win the moment. So just think about these tiny little wins. I got to win the moment. 
Okay, so that's one concept. Another thing I wanted to just bring up, Peter talked about in his whole life, he's been not only an influencer to other people, but he's also been influenced by other people. The most successful people that I know are people that have put themselves in environments that they are, and they're very deliberate and intentional about this, that they are influenced by the right people. So if I want to get better financially, I need to surround myself with people that are better than me financially. If I want to get better with my career, I need to surround myself with people that are better than my career, in, in career that have accomplished more. If I want to be smarter, I want to surround myself with people that are smarter than me. If I want to get better in relationships, I want to surround people myself with people that resent, that have the relationships that I want. If I want to get better in physically or mentally, again, I want to surround myself with the people that are better. And this goes to coaching. You know, that's a form of how I'm going to do that. I'm going to pull somebody into my life who's going to help me with the things that are important to get to my goals. Uh, and I think about, you know, great example of this. Sometimes it's such a fine line between unbelievable levels of success and not. Um, I, there's, there's people that have done incredibly successful things that still did not, it didn't propel them to the level of accomplishment that it should have because of something very, very small. It's a, such a small line. I think about somebody like Mac Robinson. Most people don't know who Mac Robinson is. Mac Robinson, in 1936 at the Berlin Olympics, uh, shattered the world record, shattered the world record in the 200-meter uh, 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 dash. And, and at this point, though, still nobody knows who Mac Robinson is. The reason why is because he, although he shattered the world record, he finished behind someone we all know very well who's hit the history books, and that's Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens finished that race four-tenths of a second faster than Mac Robinson. Yet Mac Robinson, again, shattered a world record. Now, Mac Robinson ultimately went on and, and uh, never really – got the notoriety or fame or accomplishment or recognition that he should have. In fact, he ended up uh, being a custodian for most of his life. Um, but what's interesting, he had no money to uh, to get to the Olympic trials. In fact, businessmen had to uh, donate money, got it, raised 150 bucks to get him a train ticket. He lived in California. The trials were in New York. Uh, he got there. He had the same track shoes that he had in high school, um, and, and they were all battered and starting to wear down. He had no coaching or anything like that, and he ran in the Olympics with those track shoes uh, and also never had a coach. He actually said afterwards that that was the difference. He felt that just the coaching that Jesse Owens got was probably the difference that got him that extra four-tenths of a second in that race. Now, it wasn't just that four-tenths of a second, but it was the unbelievable difference. If you flip-flop that and Jesse Owens came behind Mac Robinson, today we would not know who Jesse Owens is, right? Probably not. We know who Mac Robinson is, and it was just that four-tenths of a second in that 200-meter dash in the 1936 Berlin Olympics. And that came down to potentially, maybe it was the shoes, maybe it was the fact that he didn't have a coach. That could have been the small difference that at that moment would have changed the outcome that would have ultimately changed the rest of his life. So great example of where having the right influence in your life can ultimately not just make a difference in 
winning that moment or that small victory, but literally changing the whole path of your life. So just a couple follow-up thoughts on what Peter shared the other day. Uh, hope you've enjoyed uh, today. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, add comments, all that kind of good stuff, and keep joining us for these episodes. And by the way, let me know topics that you'd like to hear, guests that you'd like to hear on this show as well. Love to bring uh, new faces to the uh, to the channel. Thanks, everybody. Have a great one.